I have a backyard barbecue. I bring all the neighbors and stuff. It's a dope situation. We do comedy, barbecue, music. It's like a grown folk cookout, but we have comedy. And I use a lot of my comedian friends from around from the DMV, not the Department of Motor Vehicles. We ain't no comics from there, but the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia. Some people don't know that, so let me tell you that. So we always do that. We have great comics in. It's really fun. Um, I do them about every six weeks throughout the summer at my house. We got a closed-in fence where people can't see it. So it's a really private event, sexy, grown folk comedy. My man Joe Claire, uh, since my stage is like a triangle in the corner, he called my house now. It's the triangle now. So that's why I come into the triangle to see comedy. Um, this next guest, one of my favorite people, man, as a person, man. I've known him for years. Um, when I started doing com comedy, I was a young pup, 17 years old. I used to drive around D.C. and I would see posters. And it was two comics that we always see two posters of hosting a show. This guy or Tommy Davidson. Every time I would see a, a group coming in town, Anita Baker or whoever, or Luther Vandross or a rap concert, that, these two, two names are always there. I said, like, what the hell? I'm going to do this one day. You know, I have my name up in, uh, on some boards and some, um, some posters. So this guy came through my, uh, we've been friends for 30 years. He came to my party last week. I said, man, please come through, man, grace my show. He said, I'll do it, man. He's a legend in comedy, man. You all know him. He's a legend through BT. Y'all might remember him from um, Rap City. He was the first host on Rap City. That's right, the first host before everyone else, before Tega, before Joe Claire, before everyone else. He was the first one. He's known as the mayor of Rap City. Give it up for the legend, the one and only Mr. Chris Tommy! Yes, sir. What's happening? Yes, sir. Well, let me explain this. All this right, was explain. given to the honor ring of comedy. Okay. And only a few people have this. And I've been in show business for a long time. Okay. And, and guess what? You have too, so you deserve one of these too. I was honored. I was in. Uh, well, who, 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 hold on. First of all, who gave you that? Guy named Chris, Chris Hustle. Okay, Chris Hustle. Fuck you, man. I'm gonna have one, dude. Some bullshit. I've been around DC for a long time. No, but no, I respect it. I respect it. I mean, really, you know, it was surprising because I was at the venue mm -hmm. um, in Virginia and he mm -hmm. came and he yeah. honored me with this. And uh, Well, you deserve it, brother. Man, Come on, man. You a legend in we DC all, comedy. We all deserve it. Well, I, I appreciate it. But no, you deserve it. You was one of the first ones in DC. Let's talk about DC, man. Let's just sit Well, back let me back. say one thing. A friend of mine named Tony Medley, okay. when I. Uh, a couple of years ago, he wanted me to be on radio in D.C., so mm -hmm. we called Radio 1 and got us, and he's been talking about this podcast and oh, okay. comedy hype forever, man. That's what he should. He has, and I mean, guess what? Tony, this is for you, bro, because, okay. I mean, this is an honor. Oh, well, I, well, I appreciate it. Uh, to, be, to be on my show or be in uh, comedy hype? Which one is it? Both. Oh, well, give, give me mine a little more. Right, it's the, it's the platform. <laughs> the platform yeah. that... Just imagine Richard Pryor had this platform. Sure, sure, sure. Red Fox. Sure, sure, sure. It came along at, at a good time. Uh, it did, it did. And I, I'm happy to be on Comedy Hype. They're right. good people, man. First of all, look at you, man. You still look the same, brother. I mean, you were, what you about, 92 now or something? Yeah. Because I met you at 55, you know, 90, years ago. 92, four operations. Ooh, they say black don't crack. 
No, but it will mold. Wow, wow, okay. You're Black right. don't crack, but it'll mold on your ass. <laughs> you supposed to mold the people? All right, that, that's, that's, that's... Damn, I ain't never heard of that. Black don't crack, but it will mold. Oh, it will mold. Is there somebody we know that's molded? Is somebody, you know somebody that's molded? Oh, young lady I met at the strip club. She was a dancer. Oh, what? She's molded? Yeah, they had on that black light. And they brought oh. out, they were like, here she is, chocolate chip. Oh, hell like, oh, no, Lord. chocolate chip. <laughs> a little bit molded. All right, some people say you from <laughs> D.C., but I also heard you from Bowie, Maryland. Now, for those who don't know, Bowie's on the, right on the outskirts of D.C. So, But D.C. and Maryland have a kind of a, uh, you either from D.C. to D.C. or you from Maryland. And Maryland's a little different. Real quick to tell people, D.C. is kind of a little more hood. When your family hit some money, got some money, you moved to Maryland. Or you had grass <laughs> in a backyard, and your newspapers didn't get stolen. So that was being 100. Fuck, I lived in Well, actually, I, I mean, for real, uh, I, yeah. I was born in, in North Carolina. Oh, was you born in North Carolina? I was born in Greensboro. Oh, okay, but, okay. And, you know, I was, I'm like a late 60s baby. Okay. Late so, 60s? Th yep. So yeah, I'm a late 60s baby. Well, all right. So Come th on. so doing all the things that were happening yes. back in the 60s, as <laughs> soon as I could talk, I said, let's get the hell up out of here. Damn. So we moved. Uh, mm -hmm. We loaded up the truck. And moved to? D.C. D.C. What part of D.C. did you move into? Well, I always lived. I lived near Howard on T okay. Street. Uh, okay, right around okay. the corner Georgia from Howard. Georgia Avenue. Okay, okay, off of Georgia Avenue. From okay. Howard. Okay. But we basically, oh, we are Merlanders. Oh, okay. Ocean City. Ocean City? Yeah, Blue Crabs. My father was my father was a chemist. Was he a so, chemist? I know a lot of fathers in D.C. that were chemists. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, okay, well, that, that, that'll work too. But I hear that you started out when you was eight years old. Now, you started I doing did. impressions, right? Impressions for, like, your family. I, what, was it kind of like that Eddie Murphy movie, Raw, where you, you do something in front of everybody in your family? Is that how y'all got down, or how did you start doing impressions? Well, I had a, a wild imagination. Okay. I really believed right, right, in right. Superman. What? I actually attempt to fly. I put a towel on my around my neck right got on the on the roof of our house wow and i jumped oh and what happened i was airborne for around one second okay <laughs> i went down broke my arm and i guess the almighty he probably said this dude got to do something else he ain't gonna save the world so i'm saving the world through comedy so i started doing impressions my first voice was donald duck really donald duck <laughs> Okay, okay. Wow, wow, okay, all right then. There it is. You got uh, Chris Tom, the mayor of Rap City doing Donald Duck on my show. All right now. All right, all right. I don't understand a fucking word you said. I said panic room, damn it. Oh, oh pa I couldn't hear that. That's, that's, pa that's panic room? Okay, you sound like you got some chicken stuck in your throat, a duck in your throat. <laughs> All right, all right, well there it is. But all right, so you, so, but I heard you do like over two thousand impressions. I do a lot of voices. Two thousand imp impressions is a lot of people. Yeah, I do. I, don't forget, I'm I'm back in the seventies. Okay. So I'm doing the Don Cornelius. Welcome to the show, and you are. Right, 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 right. And you right, are. Right, right, you know, right. yeah, and yeah, Joyce yeah. Burns. Hello there. Right, right. This is Joyce Burns. Hey, by the way, I feel pretty good. You know. I don't see too many brothers doing George Burns. That's that right. A lot of. See, white folks found it amazing. No, niggas black, like, I found it amazing. I'm for saying, a black, a black, anyway, so. a black kid to do white voices. Yes. John yes. Wayne, well, get your black ass out of here. All right, okay. So which one was your, do you have a favorite impression? A couple of favorite ones, like one you like to, like to do the most? 
uh, Howard Cosell was probably mine. I, I remember doing that. I remember for the Washington that. Redskins, mm-hmm. they used to hire me every week okay. at a teenager okay. to come down. You were a teenager at the time? A teenager. Wow, okay. I would go down to the Washington Redskins, and they would have me announce the Redskin of the week. I would go, this is Howard Cosell. Of course, let's talk about the great moments of NFL football. Dell Green. Right there, the interception. All right, all he right. ran back the 40, the all 30, right. the 20. Right, and right. now he's the red skin of the week. How did you get discovered at that young age to do that voice? Where did they hear your voices at? Well, I guess like anything, as I said, I had a wild imagination. I guess I would start mimicking people. No, but where did they hear you from? Did they come to your house? Did somebody who hired you to no, go red? No, I, I was in junior high school. I was on the morning announcement. It got oh, me, okay. It they got heard me you on the morning announcements. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. So let me go back. Okay. A morning announcement with bad grades. Well, that's all right. Well, that's, that's why we're here. We, I had bad grades, and I got a show here, so we're all together. <laughs> um, so let me ask you, okay, so in D.C., so where was your first stage appearance? You know, I know it was a, young, it was a very young age. Well, first high school. Stage. Okay, you went on at high school. Right. We had a thing called Blue and Gold. Okay. And what high, high school did you go to? High Point Senior High School. You went Bel- to High Point? Bellsville, Maryland. Oh. Shout out to uh, high, uh, uh, Bellsville, uh, High Point. I went to Crossland. Okay, it's vocational school. But we used okay. to whip so, that ass. Yeah, yeah. Well, y'all had criminals on. Everybody like forty-two years old in y'all school. Okay, <laughs> shit. Y'all, y'all had like ninth, ninth term seniors and shit. Okay, that's damn unfair. But no. So you started first in college. I mean, in high school. Okay. Right. So you, and then I saw you around D.C. Right. Around eighty-five, eighty-six. I started seeing your posters and so forth because you were doing all the concerts. Right. Now you were at places like the Ibex. Remember the right. Ibex? That's Shout right. out to the Ibex. The Quan said. Huh? The Quan said. Uh, what, what, what Black else Tahiti. You did the Black Tahiti. I did okay. Black. So well, how were you? How, how old were you when you first started going to those clubs? Seventeen. Same as me, seventeen Same. years old. You, you were sneaking in. Well, I had, you know, I had, you know, you know, my uh, Peter Dean and Don Brown. Okay, they was basically managers. I won their talent show at Strayer College when I was seventeen. I won fifteen hundred dollars. Nice, nice. And Peter Dean started look, look, liked you and started he taking said, you yeah, around. I'm gonna take you around, bro. And so we was go to the clubs. That was our, that was our strategy. Okay, okay. Instead of going around to the comedy clubs or right with a bunch of people, let's go to the clubs when they had the. Uh, uh, two o'clock, got to take the, the drinks off the table. Okay. Ask the manager, can I do some min- some minutes? And I would just do impressions. I would Don't. do. Wolfman Jack was all my first voice. Right. All right, this old Wolfman Jack, and hey, we right, have right, the right, Black right, Tahiti, right, right. and here he is next, Mr. Bill Cosby. This is Bill Cosby, and I just want to say that I don't remember. Wow. That, that's the now Bill Cosby. That's the now Bill Yeah, that's Bill, Bill Cosby, Cosby 2021. Okay, that well, was that. <laughs> Shit. You seem, I don't you, remember. You seem okay. a little tense, Pierre. Do you want something to relax you? No, thank you. Um, um, no. Mm-mm. All right, so you started at 17, started doing those club, right. clubs. Now, I heard somewhere that you went to New York or got pulled into New York to audition for Saturday Night Live with Eddie Murphy. Exactly. Tell me about that. I went to... How did he hear about you? How did he hear about you? Well, Peter. Peter Dean. My manager. Rest in peace. At the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw, oh, I guess, on, in a newspaper or something mm-hmm. that they were having auditions for okay. Saturday Night Live. Okay. And the day we went, he had appendicitis. Oh, wow. He went through all this pain. He, we drove from D.C. to New York, and that's mm-hmm. around about a four-hour drive. Mm-hmm. He was bent over, holding his appendix. Didn't know. He thought it was a simple cramp. Right, right, sure. 
I went in audition for the producers, and they told me this, Pierre. They looked at me and they said, if we didn't hire this guy named Eddie Murphy, we would have hired you. Well, hold up, hold up. So you had to do different person. What Do you remember the impressions you were doing? You can just tell me the name, name you did. All right, well, man, Howard Cosell. That, oh, the the, you right, know, the, the basic that right. I th back then that right. were hot and they were celebrities. Sure, sure. So Paul Lynn from Bewitch. Remember Bewitch? Yeah, yeah, I remember Remember Paul Uncle Lynn. Arthur? Yeah, I remember him. That killed him. I was like, roses are red. <laughs> Violets are blue, turn Darren into a choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, okay. So hold on. So you go and meet him, and it was like in a room. You just did, did a person stand, impersonation standing up. You sat. You did some skits. I was standing was up. Okay. They were sitting at the table. Okay. You just get them started doing an impersonation. And I started doing mine. That's all I had. And I they had told no you at that time, if we hadn't hired, are we going to hire? What if we say? hadn't hired this kid named Eddie Murphy, we would have hired you. Wow. But I never went back well, why it, it would you go back, nigga? You went hired. Right. Well, it was good enough, but it was kind of crazy that they wouldn't want two black oh, comedians yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. on Saturday Night Live. Remember, they was only one right. at a time. Sure, sure. Now it's a Garrett couple. Morris, then it's right. Murphy. Right. Right. Wow, Chris you Rock. Been, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how you would have done on Saturday Night Live. Hmm. Hey, that That's could interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I, I, I never been a favor of sketch comedy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well then, well maybe, maybe with the right way. Well, right. obviously with the right way. Look how big Eddie Murphy became. Right. And you, at, around that time, you got your thing going with Rap City. Rap City. Well, you know, I was the first comedian ever to host a rap tour. Really? What tour the was first, that? The Run DMC tour. Oh. Tougher than leather. Really. See, right, Everything with tours came through Russell Simmons, okay. even though there was, uh, um, a, a, what's the name? Um, Curtis Blow. Okay, yep. Sugar Hill Gang. Right. But it didn't boom until Def Jam came along. Okay. So Chris Rock actually turned down hosting the tour. Chris right. Rock said he didn't want to do the tour. So they gave wow. me an audition. They right. came to town to the 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 Marriott Hotel. Okay. And I sat there and I had Ron, Jam Master J, and mm -hmm. DMC cracking up. Okay, okay. And they told me to go pack my bags. Nice. Now, this was not no club or this was. I know, like 15,000 seaters. Yeah, 15,000 seaters, right. My job was to stop Ooh. people from fighting. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. That was I, my job. Really? My job was to keep the kids interested. He was a comedian bouncer. Yeah, so I had to. I had an event. So one time I uh, invented like I was a hip hop artist. Okay. So I had one of the S1Ws mm -hmm. from Public, Public Enemy, Enemy. Okay. And he pretended like he was a DJ, and I was come out. I was like, A it's for Apple and J it's for Jack. Cinnamon toasted. It was humorous. Right. Sure. But sure. we was rolling. Nice Cinnamon man. toasted Apple Jacks. You need a good breakfast. That's a fact. Started off with Apple Jacks. It's cereal. Cereal. <laughs> cereal is cereal. And okay. he was he was scratching and right, right. But it held their attention. Right. So okay, okay. So you were the first one to do that. Let's talk about Rap City for a second. Cause that became right. huge. So how did you get that job to be uh, the host of Rap City? Well, I was on the game show on BET, and I got a lot of fan mail. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. I was on that show. Too. That's I didn't get exactly the fan mail right. you got. But I got. I was on that show too. What was that girl name? Uh, uh, Julie. Something? Julie Rogers. Julie Rogers. Julie Rogers. Julie Rogers. Uh -huh. She hosted it. Yes, a lot of comedians did that. So you got a lot of fan mail. I got a lot of fan mail, and then Bob Johnson, okay. uh, and Jeff Lee. He was the vice president. Bob was the owner. Told me that it would take me out to California to wow. do a comedy special before 
Comic View. Okay. Robin Harris was the host. Oh, and you ought to see you ought to see how they brought me on though. He was like, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring up the next guy. He's a comedian. He was with the group Public Enemy. Don't believe the hype. In fact, the last time I saw him, he got a standing ovation. Of course, there was no chairs in the place. That's Robin Harris doing that to you. That's what Robin Harris did. And you went up there, and it's packed. I did it twenty packed. minutes, and they left all the twenty minutes on the special. They didn't edit. They said it was one of the best sets they've ever seen. And what did it air on? What did it air? What? Black Entertainment Television. Oh, BET. Okay, yeah, it was okay. called the BET. Okay, and so then the people from there saw you wanted you to host rap. How did they know what they knew a comedian? Well, that was the beginning. Right. They knew that I had toured with all the rap groups. Right. Now, don't forget me now, I was with N.W.A. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. I was with Ice-T. I, I was a tour all of that. MC Hammer, I did MC Hammer tour. Me, Guy, uh, Today. Today, I remember Today. I'm going to tell you one crazy thing. I was on tour with MC Hammer. We was at the Universal Amphitheater, so the Bloods and the Crips got to fighting. The Universal Amphitheater is in L.A., big old place, holds about 6,000 people. Okay. And they were fighting. Hold on, they were fighting in the audience? The, the Bloods and the Crips. Hell no. And I wasn't scheduled because they didn't send the paperwork. Okay. So the the manager, uh, the backstage comes, comes and start yelling, where is the comedian? Where is the comedian? We've got to stop them from fighting. What? I said, ma'am, you just said that I couldn't perform, and how in the hell I'm gonna stop a fight? She right. said, you got to say something. I went out and, I went out on that stage and I yelled, who's the bitch in the back with the titties hanging out? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and believe it, they stopped fighting. Oh yeah, a, a titty stop a fight now. That's right. A titty popping out, be like, hell no. And, and the <laughs> Crips and Blood stopped? They stopped. You saved the life because the titty popped out. And guess who I was, a, guess who was my biggest fans after that? Prince. Hold on. Prince? He was there. Magic Johnson, James Ingram, all Hollywood was basically there. That was MC Hammer. And they came and they wouldn't let me leave. And then all they kept asking me all night, what made you say that? Right, right, right. Wow. Okay, now, now I heard you tour with Prince. I did. I did some. I did the first. Was that? In D.C., okay. Tina Marie caught laryngitis. Okay. So they asked me. I was supposed to do 10 minutes. Right. Tina Marie couldn't go on, so right. they asked me. Could I do 20 minutes? Was this Prince with the ass out? Or, uh, with the, with ass, the out? ass out. Oh, you Contro- saw the ass out. The okay. controversy tour. The early one with the G-string. And right. Oh, so you saw his nuts closed up. All right. right. <laughs> okay. You, you, you got it. Flying ladies. from the speakers doing splits. <laughs> Yikes. With the with the, with the, the dunt to dunt song. Yeah, he had the little tight, what do we call them? What do they call Garden them? Leggums? Leggums? Leg- leggums? Wow. Where you pull up, yeah. That yeah, was the yeah, day. Yeah. Explain it to that camera because some women watching that. Was it a good look? It was Prince. <laughs> Gives a damn. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So okay, okay. So working with so you know, women do, love that freaky shit anyway. Uh, of course they do, but but only he, he can get away with. It. We can't do that. Let any brother come to a club with some damn high heel boots on and ass out jeans and a perm. <laughs> you get your ass kicked up out of the club. I'm like hell no. Oh, take take that to the bedroom like that. All right. So let me ask. You, so so did you get to do more tours with, with Prince or was that the one? I did done? a few dates. Well, how was he? How was he working with him? It was good. Was it? it did was you get a chance to interact with him? Did he talk to you? Hi. Well, later on, Hi later on, he would hear me if I was performing. If he was in town, he would come. Uh, well, he would privately come, and really? they would tell me Prince is out in the audience to see you. That is dope. That is dope. I had a friend of mine who was his bodyguard that worked with him, and uh, he told me one time that I think Beyonce was performing, and he and he pulled a limo up. Is in Madison? Square, no, what's not? It's not Madison Square Garden. What's the big one where they play basketball now? Uh, Barclays Center. The Barclays said he came, and they said they had to. Tell everybody, don't, don't look at him, no nothing. They open the doors all the way from the limo 
all the way through, got somebody out of his seat, two seats or whatever. He came in and sashay, sat down, watched her, and walked right on back out and got in the limo and left. I was like, damn, that's cold-blooded, boy. <laughs> Did you see any of that kind of stuff? Was he, was he, was he on some? Well, that time was a little different probably. Well, the craziest tour that I was on probably was uh, how Who? Luther Vandross, how Luther Vandross, his um, – band members and people that he was working for him, how they used to talk about him on the tour bus. What? Behind his back? They would talk behind like him. Like what? Like what would they? It they would come them. on and they would have like a a case of a Coke. Okay. And everybody would hit. Coca-Cola. The, yeah. Okay. Uh, smooth. Okay. Nose candy. Okay. Okay. No Snickers. Wow. No Snickers. Okay. Okay. So, they, so you on the bus with them, and they're saying. And they stuff. used to just talk about him. They would say that, and they used to go. They used to call him a turd burglar. No sir. No sir. Yes, they did. His band member said to him about him. Oh, it was it was crazy. Wow. Because I, I would always keep my distance from Luther. Really. On the tour. It was a certain reason why. Not really, okay. you know, because I used to do a f- couple gay jokes, and right. uh, they used to always say, "Well, don't really don't do them on the show and stuff." Like I said, "Well, they ain't really bad." It, right, the right. joke was, "I wonder what kind of dreams gay people have." Okay, you ever heard that? No. I said they wake up in the middle. They wake up in the middle of the night, and it's Billy D. Williams. Hi, Billy. Oh, wow. Are you gonna do me? I'm gonna tear that butter yours up. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> and Luther didn't mind that joke. It, it's just a joke. Right, right, you know, some people It's just imagine dreams. what, all right, what kind of dreams? I done had a wet dream, right, so. Right, right, right. Oh. Well, you know what, you're right, because we're talking 30 years ago. Now that wouldn't fly. They, I know it wouldn't. They turn everything upside down. It's cancel culture. Right. Um, mm-hmm. um, well, now that was that was interesting. You went out with, <laughs> but you went out with people like Stevie Wonder. Uh, Switch. Uh, went with Switch. That's my group. That's my group. Barcase. Okay. Cameo. Really? Wow. Now, how'd you get to do all those tours? How'd you get to do all those well, tours? I had good managers, Tiger Flower. Remember Tiger Flower? I didn't remember that group. Yeah, that not just a management company. Not just another concert, but an event. Right, from, right. So they were the promoters of, they were the first one that took the chance on the Run DMC tour. Okay. And okay. they made they they made $25 million wow. off the Run DMC tour. So, so through all, see, I was there when I, I was on the Heavy D tour, and I was there when his dancer Trouble T Roy. Yeah, I, I heard. Okay, so look, look, this is what I heard. This is how I, I'm gonna tell the story that I heard. You tell me the story that happened. Okay. I heard real quickly that they were like on some rafters and between a show, working like messing around, t- playing with each other, and one fell off. Then my man Troy, T Roy, fell off the thing. No, no, that's not how it happened. No, that's not how it happened. Now you hold on. You were there, there, or you heard about? I was the host. But the were you there when it happened, when the accident happened? I saw him fall. Okay, so hold on. Okay, who was on tour at the time with you? Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Okay, Fresh Prince. Heavy D. Heavy D and the boys. Public Enemy. Public Enemy, okay. EPMD. EPMD. I think Salt and Pepper was on the tour, too. Tupac wasn't on the tour? Yeah, he Digital Underground. Oh, Digital Underground. Digital Underground was I on there too. Yeah, because okay. yeah, they were buddies. Him and Trouble Tree Roy, they was buddies. Okay, okay. So set set the scene. So where were we at with this? When where so, this happened at? What we, city? Were, we were outside on the back of Market Square Arena. That would be Indianapolis? Indianapolis. Okay, okay. So there's a loading dock. You gotta okay. go around the back of the building and uh-huh. you gotta go up this ramp. Okay. So they was playing this game. They were throwing this ball, and if you drop the ball, they hit on you. Oh wow, okay. And they kept playing. Then Trouble Tree Roy. He decided he wasn't gonna play, so he got. He was. Let's suppose this is a ramp, right? Okay. 
So he's up on the ramp sitting this way. There's no back support. If, okay. if you go, you see if if I was a little man right, right. and I fell from here, right. you can see what kind of damage. How far was, was the distance from about th three stories, four you stories? Could, it was over a traffic light because you could see over the traffic light. Oh, wow. The traffic light's about at least 22 stories, Correct. at least two stories. So we're talking about three, four stories. Okay. Right. 40 feet. Ooh, Lord. Okay. So one of the managers took one of the trash cans with the wheel on it and pushed it down the ramp. Okay. It turned towards Trouble T-Roy. Who was sitting on Who was sitting on the ramp. Okay, sitting on the ramp. It was like Final Destination, bro, because he was hurt early that, that week. He had pulled a chest muscle. Okay. So he had to stand in oh, wow. for him. So when he puts the trash can, the trash can was coming down the ramp. Uh-huh. And he lifted his legs up. To let the trash can go underneath it. Yeah. And he was gone. No. So everybody ran and looked. And we were looking down, and uh, we saw him try to get up, and then he collapsed. Wow, wow, wow. So wow. next minute, we're at the hospital. Tupac is sobbing, bro. It was crying. So, I mean, hey, brother, it can't get no better with it. And many tears, he could have filled a cup or a bucket. Really? He was crying, and Flavor Flay was, because the doctor said his eyes was wide open. Oh, T. Roy. Okay. His eyes right on. His head, he had cracked his skull. Right. Was he cognizant of it or was he, or he just like frozen? Nothing. Oh, just eyes were Gone. Frozen. Wow, okay. Still breathing. Right. Flavor was walking around. Yo, man, come on, Trouble G. Roy. Wake up, man. Come on, man. I'll give you $100. Okay. Okay, well, that's something. So everybody was just trying to say, they said, talk to him, talk to him, right. talk to him. Heavy D was out on the on the curb at the emergency room, and he was like, what am I going to tell this kid's mom? That's wow. all he kept saying. And uh, that was basically the beginning of the tour, and that was the end of the tour. Well, damn. Well, damn. It had just actually really started. Yeah, I just done a couple of dates. Yeah, we was about to do around about 40 dates. Wow. What year was this? What was this about? It was in the... Uh, 91, 92, something like that. I about that, right? It's in, around about that time. Wow. You know, as you get older, you forget the years. No, no, I feel you. Wow, wow. You remember when your babies were born and when child support came? I ain't never no. forgot that. Okay, you won't forget the year. I feel <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so let me ask you. So there's a lot of crazy stuff that happened on tours like that. Right. Um, <clears throat> you said... Um, I heard uh, you had a little hangout running with my man Will Smith, you know, because I heard y'all had girls and fun and parties and stuff. You know, no, y'all were young before y'all got married and stuff like that. Well, Will, Will is basically who helped me, who helped Rap City evolve. Okay. Um, every night after the tour, me, Will Smith, and, and DMC and Flavor Flay would always talk. Nice. Okay. Nobody else. Oh, okay. Back that at the hotel or back at the venue? Like where? Like, just, back at the hotel. Okay. This was no. the boys' club. Okay. Oh, nice. And we would always sit around and talk. So once I was hosting Rap City, um, Will kept seeing the teleprompter, and they kept writing some crazy, crazy mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, the teleprompter was like, what's up, homies and homettes? Oh, my God. Oh my and Will didn't like that. He was like, we went to a commercial. He was like, what are y'all doing to Chris? And they was like, excuse me? Said, what are you doing to Chris? He knows hip hop. Right. He he travels with us. So after that, that's when they, 
I wasn't going to say nothing because I had just started. Sure, you're sure. I'm not going to get fired off of no goddamn teleprompter. (laughs) (laughs) So they started asking me, um, what do you want to do now? I said, well, I I don't really want to be on this set. I want to go on location. Right, right, right. I want to pretend like I'm a James Bond one day. I want to play like a patrician. I want to pretend like I'm a doctor. So he really helped open up the doors for Rap City and comedy. Now this is don't after forget. y'all, right? But this is after y'all toured together, or just after we you? toured together. Right. So don't forget, comedy, and they they already didn't think that hip hop was gonna last. Right. But to put comedy and hip hop together, right? I didn't know the impact that people had with Rap City until I traveled. I remember Will I Am. Mm-hmm. I remember one day Jamie Foxx had a party, so I'm looking, I know it's Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas, and he just keeps staring at me. Okay. And he was just looking and looking, and, and people were telling me their stories, like Ruben Stutter. I used to run home and watch you on TV. Mm-hmm. He said, not really particular to videos, because y'all would show the same videos over, mm-hmm. but I want to see what you were going to do today. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you know, so... Mm-hmm. It kind of had an impact. You never knew where Rap City. It may not have lasted 20 years. It may have went off the air. Sure. But they gave me an opportunity to put comedy with hip-hop, and I don't know if it'll ever be duplicated again. It won't be, but I want to hear more about the tours, the fun of the tours. I (laughs) toured all my life, and I had some wild, fun times (laughs) in touring. Nigga, we talked. You know some fun shit on tour. Now tell me some funny stuff. I heard that you tell me Big Daddy Kane and Slick Ray had it was a shootout. Yeah, so yo, yeah. One day they pull out guns on each what other. Tour? This was part of that same tour. Part one of yeah, one of them, one of them. Okay, one I of them. I did several tours. Okay, why did Big Daddy Kane pull out a gun on Slick Rick? Well, when I saw the when I saw the gun, I kind of backed off. Well, that makes sense. I, mean, I, I kind of like I guess they'll figure it out. Wow. But I used to have a tour all the time. Me and Jamie Foxx. Okay. Me and Jamie used to have a good time, you know. Uh, the group Guy. You remember okay. the group Guy? Now, yeah, that yeah. was a crazy group. Can we tell me something about that tour? <laughs> well, they used to get hotel rooms, three hotel rooms apiece. Oh, hold on. Who got? Oh, each member? Teddy, Aaron Hall. Oh, yeah, Aaron Hall. And Crazy Legs. That nigga. Oh, I don't know who Crazy That was his brother, but oh, okay. Okay. one Damien. of the. Damien, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I get it. Three rooms. They used to get three rooms everywhere they went. Not three rooms for. Three different rooms. Oh, each one had three different rooms. Well, they used to, you know, do that dude with the honeys. Ooh-wee! Until one day, <laughs> until one day, and he's a friend, but one day he caught some shit. Oh, yeah. And the doctor came on the tour bus and looked at all of us and said, Pill it up. Who's been around Aaron? Hell <laughs> <laughs> He had to get a shot in his neck. Hell, really? Damn. Not the ass? Okay. No, in his neck. Well, okay, okay. Well, that, well, yeah. Well, well, Aaron even talks about it, boy. He talked about how back in the days. Yeah, he was. I eat, oh yeah, oh he yeah. was eating out at the diner. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. You heard about it. You heard got about bad it. food that day. Really? That's what it was. Eating at the diner, got bad food. <laughs> My man Will Smith was freaky. He had oh. Some parties. He had well, some can parties. I? Well, can I? Can what? I tell you this? All right. Tell me what you want. So we was on tour with Run DMC and Will one day. He had these young ladies, Spanish, Latino. <laughs> They was following the tour. From city to city? From city to oh, yeah, tour. Oh, and it was giving everybody some head. Let's right, get right, it that right. right. Yeah, right. I'm the only right. one they didn't give no head. 
And why would they give you no head? Well, they did eventually. Oh, okay. Oh, Will, Will brought him down to my hotel room. Sweet. And he was like, knock, knock, knock. I opened the door. He said, man, I got some young ladies that got some, uh, who's uh, really good with their mouth. I said, what's their rap style? <laughs> he said, they ain't rappers. <laughs> so uh, he said, oh, you know, she gonna give you some head and I'm gonna watch. Whoa, hold on, hold on. <laughs> like, look at it while it's happening. Well, I guess he thought I was a pawn, you know, a porn star. All right, well, okay, so, okay. So I told him he couldn't watch. I said, you can't watch, you can go in the bathroom and you can count the three. <laughs> what the hell that mean? And by that time, she should have it in her mouth. <laughs> and you done caught me. <laughs> so he would come out and laugh. <laughs> That so that, that's how a little story that we always joke about. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, man, when we were young, man, we did a lot, I did a lot of wild stuff on the road, too, man. We you were young. Man. Hell, yeah, we were young. We do stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it was what it was. Now, you know, I see Rap City was pretty big, and also MTV Jams was big. I mean, MTV Raps. Your, your MTV Raps. Your, your MTV Raps, right. Well, well the, the competitive nation, uh, nature of that show and our show is they didn't play all the black hip-hop. Oh, we right. the one who took it to the next level. Y'all took the real, real black hip hop. Yeah, and Dr. Right. Dre and Fat Five Lover and uh, Ed, uh, Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. Right. They didn't do no comedy. They was just sitting there no, no, no. introducing videos and doing interviews. Right, right. I took it to another level. Mm. I actually, one day we had Big Daddy Kane, and they said Big Daddy Kane don't do no talking. What? Oh, no so, interview. Don't no interview. interview. Oh, wow, okay. So I, you remember the phones that you used to carry? Sure. I had one of them and I had somebody to call it. And I picked up the phone and I said, hello? Yeah, he's here. <laughs> so I had the Big Daddy Kane and he just bust out laughing that and he opened funny. up. Right, that is funny. Wow, so you got Big Daddy Kane to do one of the first I got interview. him to talk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got stories, I don't you know. <laughs> uh, I met him one time, him and his dancers, Scoop and Scrap Lover, whatever, they were at Jim Brown's house playing basketball and uh, up in the Hollywood Hills and they were really cool, but yeah, Big Daddy Kane was, yeah, he cheating on basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, he got, I think he left hand. He was a hell of a left hander, but uh, better rapper than a sing, than a ball player. You know? I don't think tours is ever gonna be like the ones that I experienced. Oh no, 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 no. You know, as All I said, tour, I huh? go back to the barcades and cameo and switch and, I mean, I, it's unbelievable, man. Right, 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 I mean, right. But the fun part was riding on the tour buses. Oh, without a doubt. Because, just the motion of the bus. Uh huh. I mean, me, bruh, man. Um, and some uh, Mike Blackstone, we went on a tour. So every time I wanted to go to sleep, one more control controls all the TVs. Oh, okay. I always put it on the, they already knew who had the remote control because I always put it on the Cartoon Network. Really? Just so I could go to sleep. <laughs> well, that, that worked, but you did a bigger tour there. And I didn't see you on the TV, but the Kings of Comedy. The Kings of Comedy now, was. you said you was on the first one? I was on the, the first host? one. Really? I was the host. I, I didn't see you. Like, like, how long did that last? Like, I mean, how many shows you do? I did around about 15 dates with the Kings of Comedy. That's and, legit. Right, and you didn't do any more because? I, I had a buddy man who went, okay, they came to D.C. and he was on the, uh, we, they gave us a, a limo okay. for 24 hours for three days. Okay, nice, nice. And he just kept messing with the limousine drive. I told him, I said, man, leave him alone. I said, man, I'm going to hear about this in the morning. Limousine driver said, no, nah, he didn't do nothing. So Walter Lathan calls me and he said, Who, man, who run Kings of Comedy for the, who, who, yeah, who, the producer of it? He said, what happened? I said, what you mean? I'm like, hey man, limousine driver said that 
somebody kept messing with him. I said, yeah, that was my boy. He would say, no, it was you. What? He, he said, blamed you? He blamed me. He said, because if you hanging out with people like that on such a great production that we have, it was you. And wow. that was kind of the end. And then later on, I end up being on the through him again, through right. the P. Diddy's Bad Boys of Comedy, so. So he got really, so Walter Lason got you off the tour. I think that's when Guy took over. Well, it was kind of, because my manager was was a promoter too. Okay. And he kind of, I guess he kind of went at like, hello man, you know Chris wouldn't do, right, wouldn't sure, do this. Right, sure, sure. He said, well, yo, he messing with somebody that I'm hiring and his buddy has no reason. If he in a limo, please don't act like you hired a limo. So that was kind of the end of it. I think I did the next year. They came to D.C. and they let me host it. Okay, okay. But after you did was that how Guy Toy got the job? Because I remember Guy Toy doing Well, I think it. he was kind of, I mean, everybody was up trying to get that job. Oh, okay. Well, I remember Guy Toy for a while. Yeah. And, and, and I think, I, no, Steve Harvey started, no, Steve Harvey was a tour first, and then he couldn't follow, let's say. Uh, no, don't tell you what no, happened. That's why he ended it. Don't tell you what happened. Right. I, they used to give me 15 minutes. Okay. And I took the best of Chris Thomas and Ooh. I put it on that stage. And by the time I did the fashion show, you see me do the oh, fashion oh, the show? The handicap one? Yeah, That's funny. I do multiple uh, people who, bow-legged, one bow-leg, right, right. blind person. And by the time I hit that, it was over. Mm. The laughter, what people don't understand, the intensity of laughter, it can be Bernie Mac, every time he used to come out on Kings of Comedy, right. I couldn't even listen to his joke because his opening had me rolling. Okay. When the music used to play, he was like, right. cut the music, Chuck, right. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck. Cut the motherfucker music. <laughs> Chuck would cut the music. He was like, excuse me, everybody. That's my wife's cousin. I can't seem to shake that motherfucker. Oh, shit. And that right there would have me rolling. I'm done. Ten minutes, I'm done. My stomach already worked out. Okay, okay. Well, damn, there it is. All right. All right, so the Kings of Comedy, you've done a lot of stuff. Right. It, um, you've toured all over the, over the world, overseas. Right, I've been overseas. You've had uh, um, I To be honest, I'm an American type of guy. I, I mean, me, me and Martin Lawrence, right. Sinbad did the uh, work, the the World Jazz Festival. Okay, and that didn't turn out too good. And Martin, who was on stage, and he said, "How do you say fuck you what? in Mexican?" Oh hell no! <laughs> in Mexican? Okay, <laughs> Spanish is good too, but all right. And they had to sneak him out of the country. Right, 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 right. But that Damn. was the end of that. He did. He said, how do you say fuck you in Mexican? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Let me ask you something. So all, <laughs> with all the success you had, Chris, now here's a question I want to know. With all the success that you've had, and let me tell you, we looked up to you, we still look up to you in D.C., all the young comics have. Why didn't you ever go to Hollywood? Like, you still, like you stayed in D.C. all the time. Did you ever want to go to Hollywood, or why didn't you do the Hollywood move like everyone else did? Because I was... When I was young, mm -hmm. uh, I went to the comedy store and they offered me a contract. In L.A.? Yeah, the first oh, time. Oh, so you did go to L.A.? Yeah, I went there okay, and they offered me a contract. Mitzi, she told me, she said, sign this and you can't leave. I said, oh yeah? I said, let me, let me walk out the door for a minute. I called my mom and my mom said, uh, I said, mom, I just got offered a contract at the famous comedy store. She said, be a man, boy. I said, okay, I'm coming home. <laughs> Really? I did. That was my exact words. I'm coming home. Why, why did you want to stay? If you ever been to Los Angeles, it's, it's almost like being in a movie. Okay. Everybody okay. is an actor. Right. And I just wasn't feeling that. I was asked to play Bernie Mac's brother 
on you can the ask, show. You can ask Chris Rock because they was doing that movie. Uh, uh, head of State. Head of State. Mm-hmm. And he asked me to come over to uh, Baltimore and he wanted me to play his brother. Okay. Jamie Foxx constantly gets on me. He said, well, why don't you move to L.A.? Yeah. And he always, his 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 thing is, well, I live in Tyra, Texas, but I make my money in California. Okay. I was asked back in the day I could have did some episodes on the Fresh Prince. Wow. Wow. I could have did, but Rap City kind of put me in a little historic. Right. Sure, sure, sure. And I'm happy with that. Okay. okay. You know I mean, look at a lot of those artists. I could be Uncle, Uncle Bernie's brother, right, sure. but then I may not ever get another role to do anything. Okay. You know? well, that, well, that's true. That's true. Do you have do you have any regrets of, of, of things you didn't do, should have done, maybe should have did? Nope. Never will. Okay. Because I'm still doing it. Oh, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still doing it. Life is a never-ending story. Okay. And it ain't, the book ain't closed till you gone. Damn. And that's the end of the story. All right, well, well, the book opens up here on P.S. Panic Room, and it's going to close in about another 20 minutes. Shit, But no, man, look, uh, you're a legend at home, man. Well, you're a legend all over, but especially at home, D.C. I mean, you are probably the pinnacle D.C. community. You know what I hate when they say, say to me? What? They call me the mayor of D.C. No, Rap City. Right, they always yeah, call me. Hey, mayor Bear? Yeah, that's what they always Mary, say. They, they, the they consider Marion Barry the mayor of D.C., but here, they, here I am. Ladies and gentlemen, introduce the mayor of D.C. I was like, oh. No, no, the mayor of Rap City, though. That, so that, you that want me be... to say, that bitch set me up. <laughs> no, no, man, but no. Hey, it's funny. I just went, I was on the road with you like a month ago. You still yes. killing it, man. You still funny. I told you, man, I'd be cracking. I'd be in tears. I ain't bullshit. I'm in tears watching you, man, because you just, you just don't care. I mean, you, you might care. No, I don't know, no, but you. I'm going to just tell everybody. I've been knowing Payer for a long time. We 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 haven't worked a whole lot together, right. but we did this tour and we was outdoor outdoor event. Oh my god, so funny! Outdoor event is one of the hardest. There's no band, just music. But you were so consistent. You rode and you was killing them. He was he was consistent. True, true, true. And the one thing about you don't let people rattle you. No, no. Where you walk off stage, and. We both have some connection to David Chappelle. Yep. Now, I was the first guy to introduce David Chappelle on stage when he was 14. Oh, okay, okay. So this is what I said. His mother came to the comedy club. She said, young man, can you introduce my, my son on stage? He's 14. I'm looking at him going, you know what? This kid should be home getting ready to go to school. It's a Sunday damn night. Right, sure. It's almost 9 o'clock. Sure. I call his mama, Mama Damas. Mama Dom. Yeah, because she like saw the future. Right, sure, sure. So I, I introduced David. I said, ladies and gentlemen, here's a young man that's 14 years old, and you never know, he might be our next biggest star. And that was my intro. And you see what he says about you. Yeah, he called me great, which you know, right, which which, which makes sense. Well, accolades from any from yeah, any of your your peers and your. I'm great now, yeah, yeah. but you are too. But you a legend, man. You OG legend. What You're does legend mean? That's what I want to know, y'all. No, no, y'all expect like I'm gonna die tomorrow. No, 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 you was a tour. You saw Prince's ass and his ball sack. You you beat <laughs> out. You damn near beat out Eddie Murphy. And you, you know what I'm saying? You got kicked off of tours. You was on tours. You saw people dying and shit. That's legendary shit. That's what they call Paul Mooney. You know that motherfucker, right? You know what that motherfucker said. <laughs> no, man, but I. So, <laughs> you know you ain't gonna say that about me, Pierre. No, I'm, I'm not gonna let man. you say that. You a legend. I don't give a damn. So, uh, okay, so I heard you have some. You have a radio show going out. Talk about the radio show. I have a TV show in TV DC. Show. 
kind of helped me through the pa- the pandemic. Okay. Um, What's it called? It's called Comedy Corner Extra. Comedy Corner Extra in DC. At night. At night. Okay, nice little long title. Okay, Comedy Corner Extra <laughs> at night with Chris Thomas. Right. Okay. And what it is just a regular show. Uh, since I know a lot of people, I play their videos and okay, just kind of keep it. I got to get you on the show and okay, but and then I had a radio show. Okay. Of course, after the pandemic, they want me to start doing it uh, mm-hmm. at home, and I was like, hell no. Right. And because there's there was no way I could make money. Right. You know, I've done, done a few things. You know, go go sure, music. Sure. Go go music is the music of D in, in DC. Right. Sure. Sure. So a lot of people didn't know I was the first comedian ever to do a record with the group EU, the one that did the record. Doing the butt. The butt. I did a record with them too. Oh, okay. Because somebody's ringing that doorbell. Man, you wonder why they call you a legend? Really? No, really? Come on with that, man. Look. All right. Well, look. How can people follow you on social media too, man? I want to know that too. Um, on social media. Chris Thomas. Chris Thomas show. I don't really do a lot of, you know, back in the day I had around 60 million people who watched the show for all those years, so. You've been on, let me tell you, you've been on IG sometime because we do a thing here called IG Creeping. That means I go on your IG page, homie, and I go I had somebody running. I don't know what the hell they saying. Oh, really? I don't. All right, so you're trying to tell me you don't remember this picture right here? Hell no. That was me back in the day. Well, that, that's LB shouldn't. Right okay. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that. You're not. Yeah, that was. Hey, that was a profile no. that got me Rap City. And you had the weightlifter, weightlifter uh, charm. Come oh man, on, you want to say I was big and buff? I used to do 500 push-ups a day. Is that what you were doing? I used to. Yeah. Okay. Push up <laughs> from your waist on up off a girl don't count. But uh, look at the jacket though. The, the jacket. That's oh. straight up. Chest oh, gang. that's back. Just, uh, People wearing tur- uh, uh, tore up jeans. True, yeah, and that's true. But yeah. that was. Look, they had Carl Payne. Everybody auditioned for Rap City. You, I say that that look got me the job. That's the look right there. That was uh, the one. Boy, look, you could been on a Duke bag, a Duke hair product uh, box right there. Boy, look at you. You see them lips? Well, no, no, I don't want to see that. But I see, <laughs> I see the shirt. I see the scratched up. Well, that ain't the only picture because you was, you know, you was hanging with the rappers and you was hanging, you know, you was hanging with some fly folks. Right, you know right. What I'm saying? And you had hell no. What that's about back in and that's what the what the. He was around about eighteen then. Now, though. now he like he working out. You look like you just have a sweatsuit on, okay? You let your chest go in, man. You you, you work out at the time? I was asking what what kind of rap should I do on stage. That was one of those concerts. That was one of those Run DMC concerts, the uh, Def Jam concert. Is that what? Look how that was what, backstage too. What year was that? Like '88 or something? Like young young. Uh, look how young Might have been '64. '64. Only playing with. Good Lord, have mercy. That was in the '80s. Wow, man, you are a true legend, brother. <laughs> you are little. And see, look at all the gold. Look at all the gold he got. Look at all the gold. And, then, and look at my little bing. one. <laughs> bing. Bing bong. That's all good, though. But no, man, that's, that's legendary, brother. That is legendary, man. I'm, I'm proud to know you, brother. I appreciate yes, sir. you for coming on my show. All right, before you get out here, we do a little thing on my show. Let me show you. All right. What happens is on my show, we do a little thing we call spin the wheel. Mm-hmm. You got to spin it. And on the wheel, it got some things on there. If it lands on it, you got to kind of do it. Okay? okay. So I'm going to tell you. One might land on lost your virginity. You got to tell us how you lost your virginity. Okay. You remember back then? Um, let's go with celebrity crush. So if you have a crush on a celebrity, mm-hmm. what you do is you pick it, take your phone and you make a call to that, 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 that celebrity. You say like, hey, Rihanna, what's up? You got about two minutes to get her to come over to your house and get some booty or you to go to her house to get so some booty. So you want me to tell you about that? Yeah, yeah. But when you pick the phone, you have to make a phone call to that celebrity if it lands on that. You know, you, you pick the phone, you say hello, 
Hey Rihanna, what's oh, up, girl? Oh, okay, I'm gonna pretend. You know, I love, yes, exactly. Okay, okay, How you? I want to see your macking skills. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we have a sexual passage from a book that you got to read. The male version, you got to read the, the story of it. Um, who you trade your favorite places with? What's your biggest lie? You can, you can probably tell any of the stories you just told me. Repeat them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, <laughs> um, Hater. Yeah, Hater. I, right, exactly. That's what I do here. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, oh, your biggest secret. You know, or you spend again. And another book passage. So why you gotta pass the money? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it gonna pass the money. No, don't worry. We, we got the money for you too. Got an envelope with <laughs> some money on. So you spend it, and wherever okay. it lands, you gotta do it. All right. So you spend it yourself. You, you move, okay. you move over and spend it. Hold on. We, we, we give you a drum roll. We got everybody get a drum roll for you. Uh, give a drum roll. Spin it hard. Put some little F into it, and let's see where it is. Where it gonna land? Gonna put it. Ah! Oh, left. No, oh, do it one more time. Uh, yeah, we, we don't have that. No, that's it. That's it. Are you gonna call back the last person you did, and you had to tell me you want to take him. You want to take yeah, him out to dinner? Call her. You can. Yeah. All right. Call the last person you talked to on the phone, and you wanted you want to tell her you want to take her to get some hot wings, yeah. and you want blue cheese, and tell her what everything everything you want her to pay for when you take when she takes you out. Hello. This is, I ain't long to get hard with. You know who that is. What's happening? Yeah, I'm here on the uh, panic room with Pierre. And I'm trying to explain to him about me and you were the last lovers. Are we going to see each other tonight? No, not tonight. I'm going to be out of town for the next month. I'll call you when I get back. But I want to take you out to dinner. Gonna get you some wild wings. Okay. What kind of dip do you like? A ranch. All right, we gonna get you that. We gonna get you a big size, so you can have that white stuff all over your mouth. And I'm gonna take a picture of you. And you're going to lay next to me. All right. People are going to wonder what it is. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Wow. You're going to have a hard time with her. Give it up for Chris Thomas. <laughs> Yo, Chris, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, man, brother. You are a comedy legend, man. Those of y'all, hey, you can see him on social media, man. Again, I enjoy it. Thank you so ha for having me on the show. Thank Yo, you. You heard the stories. You heard, you've seen the man, the myth. He's here right now. Follow my social media. Hey, every week how we do, we have a great guest, man. This is no different, man. I appreciate y'all watching PS Panic Room every week. Tell your friends, share it. The numbers are rising up, so I appreciate y'all watching, y'all. Leave the comments in the message down there in the comments, because we're going to read some of them comments, okay? Again, man, thank y'all so much. Don't forget, you can follow me at Comic Pierre on all social media platforms. And like I said, what you're watching right now, man. I appreciate it again, y'all. Love y'all, and I will holler at y'all later. I'm out. Turn me up a little bit. Turn me up a little bit. If you like that show, like, subscribe, and comment below. You know, hit the, hit the notification bell. Hit the subscribe button, man. We want you around. Appreciate it.